Last time on the Savage Bear Podcast. Whew. Well, that was a fight I don't think we'll forget. I honestly don't know how we got through that one. I am very glad that Yuri took the brunt of the damage. <sighs> well, hopefully there's no more surprises in this smelly old tower. Welcome to the Savage Bear Podcast. We're going to keep talking about this. Go on for it. Uh, in in my Battle Dancer trait, if I critically succeed on a performance check while in combat with someone, they become... Sorry, for one round, they gain the incapacitation trait. Sorry, my performance gains the incapacitation trait against them, if that makes a difference. Because the rule... Yeah, the ruling just says that an ability with this trait can take a character completely out of the fight or even kill them. But that's kind of the only description you get. Yeah, it doesn't say mechanically what it does. It just says... It, it tells you how to save against it, against specific types of incapacitation. But it doesn't say what it does. It's page 633, if that helps, Adam. Yep. Can yeah. you... What's the... the read it out. Hang on, I'm just going to open the Battle Dancer thing. Is it Battle Dancer? Is that the Battle Dancer... Sorry, it's um, uh, a fascinating performance. Ah, oh, fascinating performance. Ah, you gain the fascinating performance skill feat. So they become fascinated, which doesn't really work in combat. Critically succeed to fascinate it, and the perform action gains the incapacitation trait. You must choose which creature you're trying to fascinate. If you're... Is that... Is it just that one mention, or is it... That's it. Yeah, it gains the incapacitation trait. There's no actual mechanical effect from that. It's just a trait that it gains. And what does the incapacitation trait do? It can interact with other things that sort of require traits. So, like, for example... Like, for example, so some spells have inca incapacitation as a trait, right? Yeah. Um, so if a spell has incapacitation as a trait, any creature of more than twice the spell's level treats the result of their check to prevent being incapacitated by the spell as one degree of success better. Or see, like that, that's like an interaction with the incapacitation trait. I don't know I don't know what interactions there could be with your skill having the incapacitation trait, but it opens up the possibility of there being one. As far as I can see, in from what I can read, the only interaction with incapacitation is that, depending on your level, you save from incapacitation differently. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Actually, here's a footnote. If any other effect has the incapacitation trait, a creature of higher level than the item creature or hazard generating the effect gains the same benefits. Okay, so here we go. So, a creature of a higher level than you um, treats the result of their check to prevent being fascinated by your ability as one degree of success better, if that makes sense. So if they pass, they critically pass. So it's effectively worse for me if I yeah, crit? Yeah, it, no, it means what it means is if the creature you're using your ability on is a higher level than you, 
if they critically fail against you, they actually, they just normally fail, is what it's doing, essentially. But what, what happens if they fail? <laughs> uh, does it not say? Oh, they, if they fail, they're fascinated. That's the, that's the condition you're inflicting. Wouldn't it do, go the other way around? If they, so if, if they uh, succeed, they fail, and if they fail, they critically fail. If they're incapacitated. Oh, oh, okay, hold up. When you perform, compare. That's what it sounds like. Okay, yeah, so there is no critical effect from your trait. So, really, essentially, you still, what it means is they need to critically fail. To f- if they're higher level than you, they need to critically fail to be affected by it at all. If they normal fail, it doesn't affect them. That's if I critically so 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 if I succeed on my performance check, they're fascinated by me, which does nothing in combat. And if I critically succeed on my performance check, they're fascinated by me less badly. Oh, sorry. No, you you're close. No, you need to critically if they're higher level than you, you need to critically succeed for them to be fascinated. A normal part, a normal success will not fascinate them because they treat it as one. Yeah, so they can't. They have lower. to critically fail to be fascinated by yeah by you. If they're higher level than you. If they're higher level than you. If they're lower level, then they can still be fascinated. Um, but it says fa- fascinated. You are completely. You complete compelled to focus. Um, you are compelled to focus your attention on something distracting you from whatever else is going on around you. You take minus two penalty to perception and skill checks, and you can't use actions with a concentration trait. Unless they are, or their intended consequences are related to the subject of your fascination determined by me. For instance, you might be able to seek or recall knowledge about the subject, but you likely couldn't cast a spell cast uh, targeting a different creature. So I guess it could it, it, it kind of focuses that creature onto watching you and looking at you, distracting them from the rest of combat. Um, Basically, mechanically, I'd say the most useful thing it can do is um, cut off a creature's concentration spell. It says the creature stands or sits, taking no actions other than to pay attention to the fascinating effect. And then, or bring its attention to you. Yeah, first edition was, it was just like a, it was different. Basically, negative two to perception and skill, if they're fascinated by you, negative two to perception and skill checks, and it cuts off anything with a concentrate trait. So if they're maintaining a concentrate spell, it will cut it off. So that's pretty useful. Yeah. If someone's like maintaining, like like some like hold creature, or um, I'll keep having a look at this and I'll I'll determine something because that is very dependent on one particular situation in combat and not really much else. Um, while we're on rules and whatnot, we said we were going to discuss the critical success thing and fail. Critical success and critical fail. So this is so obviously there's a lot of things. Um, well, obviously critically succeeding in Pathfinder 2E is 10 above what you aim for so ac for instance a critical hit is a natural 20 or if the ac is 15 it's 25 if it's a critical failure it is a one on the dice or it would be a five on the roll Mm. i want i would like to sit down with you guys and discuss like what we would like to do for critical fails because that's the only thing really holding back um just rules is written just don't don't use a critical fumble there yeah and yeah and we're fine i mean i'm happy to do that well, what, what is the what is the difference between a critical fail and a regular fail? You just don't hit. So, sometimes there, for spells, there can be like critical fail effects. Maybe. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and also for like uh, medicine checks and yeah. stuff, like trait yeah. wounds, yeah. if you critically fail, they take damage as opposed to just regular. Yeah, for fail. a critical fail. But as far as attacks goes, we'll just treat them as regular fails. Just yeah. Miss. Yeah. Also, 
Also, Josh, well done for using hero points. And I want <laughs> you to... I just want to remind you to... You do get one per session. So, seeing as we split up tonight into two different sessions, you get one per session. Yay. Just just reminding you guys. Yeah. I, look, it's something that I haven't really had on my mind, but I only thought about it this morning, but I got distracted and then re-remembered when Josh used his one not moments ago. Mm. Did you use your hero point to remember? <laughs> um, I did, but I did critically fail twice. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think I, li- I like that. So if we just on 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 attacks, I think I think now as well because early game, like you guys were like just over ten hit points each. Even as a wizard, you were, you were like still only like what 10, 11, 14, something like that. Uh, Kale, Josh, yeah, something like that. I can't remember. But yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. And with a critical hit being hit that early, I think it's pretty rough. Yeah. So I if if you guys are okay with critical failing below that and. I will do it as it occurs. Like, if you're doing something trickier, then maybe there is a consequence for the actions, whether it's prone or losing a weapon or whatever. But yeah, I think we can go ahead with 10, 10 above is considered critical hit. And I'm happy to do that, if you guys are happy to do that. Yeah, so we'll go 10 above or 20 on the dice, yep. and then 10 below or 1 on the dice. Yep. All right. Should we crack on? Implement these rules that we have now learned? Yeah, let's, let's do it. it. All right. So, we started with two new Zulgaths springing into action, getting involved in the heavier of the two combats that we left you guys in the week before last. Javier, assisted by Kale, uh, skewers, uh, skewers the Zulgath attacking him. They join Yuri and Bunny, who are struggling against the new combatants. Javier climbs up the roof, grappling the bigger Zulgath, leaving him vulnerable to Bunny. Yuri chases down this skinnier yellow Zulgath and locks it in combat. Kale tries to join in, but uh, can't quite get past its agile movements. It all ends when Javier triumphantly forward rolls, throwing his bladed hoop into the opponent, decapitating him. And I'll give you the description of the room, because we never actually got that far. So this southern room at the end of this corridor, which was this this room, the previous room, filled with like beds and blankets and uh, well, not quite blankets, but blankets used as walls and like small cots and uh, stuff for the Zulgaths to sleep in. In this one, um, you see a room uh, set as like a, a grander sleeping quarters for these creatures. I mean, it's still pretty. Uh, again, I'm going to use that word archaic and like. Um, uh, not not as much as like a tavern or anything like that, but it is looks a lot grander. And the first thing you notice is that the room smells better. Pine leaves and the smell of pine wood fills the air as if trying to mask the smell that these creatures leave behind with their stench, which all of them are emanating out of. You see in the uh, southeastern corner some sort of nest cut up uh, hay and grass as well as like hessian sacks just to make it a bit more comfortable than maybe the beds before and in the opposite corner towards the southwest you see obsidian stones sticks ropes thread all kinds of different materials and can you all give me a survival check please certainly um 16 16 22 kale nine all but kale notice that these are tools of a hunting uh, style of trade if that makes sense. It's tools you would use for traps or catching creatures. You can see quite a few similarities in the thread and the uh, components used that were uh, that not that are used, that are sitting there in the corner that are that were used to 
loft up that cow that you found that was uh, used as an effigy against you guys or anyone approaching after you left your own one behind. Right. Hmm. After moving in, we don't see any other little people hiding like in this hay down to the southeast to kick the hay to see if there's anything in there. Give me, give me a perception check. Start moving around the hay. Start Ooh. moving around the. Yikes! That's uh, an two on the dice for a ten total. You don't find, you don't find obviously any creatures or anything, but you do stumble upon a small bag, like a very like a hessian, like a very um, like maybe even a, le- a leather pouched, very like basic looking pouch, which you open up, uh, which was like concealed within the hay within the grass. Um, you find four tiny emeralds inside it, and a dose of some sort of oil you don't recognise. So you say four small... Emeralds. Emeralds. And a vial of oil. Yeah, it's a thick substance. Um, not quite sure... Uh, uh, what? Kale, uh, you, you make anything of this. I'll pass the pouch over. Some pretty little gems in there as well, actually. Mm. You, um... You do actually recognise this oil with your uh, history with herbology. It is a sitlish oil. This thick substance is distilled from the mind-robbing uh, robbing stillish fungus, though it lacks uh, memory-altering capabilities. You know that this uh, oil, uh, if applied to a weapon or maybe consumed, uh, can do a little bit of damage, a bit of poison damage. The emeralds themselves are... Sitilish oil. It's very strangely spelled. I'll, I'll uh, send it through. C-Y-T-I-L-L-E-S-H. It's a fun spelling. Um, can you give me appraisal? Actually, you got mercantile law. Give us your mercantile law roll, please. Um, Kale? 16. Um, these emeralds you think you could fetch 15 gold pieces for each. Well, got some poison here if anybody wants to uh, drink it. Uh, Do I... No thanks, mate. Those emeralds worth anything. Yeah, it could be. Looks... I might fetch a few coins down at the market, you know. Could help us get to, uh... Well, fuck out of here, I guess. Yes. How many How many of the emeralds was there? Four. Four emeralds. Ooh. Yeah. Look at that. Well, well... I'll keep these safe for now. Don't about the rest of you. I'm not feeling, uh... Tip-top after yeah. that. Uh... I'm going to mend myself a bit. Does anyone else need a little bit of... Uh, I was just about to suggest the same thing, mate. Like, uh, take a bit. Take a breather. Right. Well, I, I I did get a natural 20 for mine, so... Well, with those uh, uh, new uh, critical success rules, you actually uh, get, what is that, 4d8 with your healing. Yeah, there's a change in the air. Change, change in the wind. Very nice. That's very nice. Yeah, I've got to do the math now. Uh, uh, I'm going to try yeah. to heal myself as uh, well. I healed myself for 32. What, what are you talking about? Does anyone else want to share my luck? I'm, Can you uh, heal me for whatever a 32 is? Well, uh, give me... Just, mate, it's, 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 it's fit. Here, give us, give us a look at you. And uh, he'll move over to assist Javier. Um, oh, yeah, another critical success. Jesus. He heals himself as well. That is a 13 plus 8. Jesus. Uh, 20... One, twenty-five, thirty-five. You heal for, Jesus. Oh my God. Okay, I'm back to full. I yep. Guess. Uh, right. Oh, that wow. seems to have uh, fixed I... all of your problems. Uh, that. Uh, yeah. Yes. You know. Thank you, Bunny. 
Oh, it's my pleasure. It's, uh, look, you've really got to thank Yuri. Yuri taught me most of the things I know. No, no. Thank you, Bunny. We are turning into quite accomplished th- uh, medical professionals, if I do say so, well, uh, Bunny. With all the goings on, I mean, I've definitely improved my uh, medicine uh, capabilities with all the experience we've had. I have. You certainly have, mate. It's quite impressive. You too, though. You, you as well. Oh, th- thanks, mate. Thanks. Uh, now, now we've got that sorted. Um, anyone else think it like, seems like it smells a bit nicer in here? It smells a bit nicer. I mean, it doesn't smell nice at all, but I suppose it does smell somewhat less foul than the air out uh, in the other corridors. Should we uh, go uh, see if there's anything else left in this uh, tower place? And uh, possibly, do you think there's uh, any other uh, of the fellas that all like come wandering back? You know. Well, how many tracks did we see coming in? Like, do you know how many to expect in here? I did see the tracks right. Here. I mean, was, was it I a half dozen? At least roll something to see if I remember. Uh, give us, give, uh, give me a survival roll, because as you came closer to the tower, you saw plenty more. You see a lot more. Uh. It's an 18, 12 on the 12 dice. dice. You wouldn't be surprised if there were more. I think it's the best way to put it. Like, you don't know if this is all yeah. of them. You're not sure. But, again, like, you haven't explored the whole place. And, yeah, you're not too sure, like, if there are them. If there is more. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the best way to phrase it. Well, er, 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 we'll start to uh, start by moving them, all of the, the, the bodies of the guys and the... Uh, Dinosaurs just over into the corner here, up in the top uh, northeastern corner, just to get them all organised. I think he's probably thinking of uh, taking them all outside and burning them outside, or maybe burning them in here. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we can get them outside. Yeah, remember while you're in here, like the smell is horrendous, but it's also extremely humid. You've got these fires burning where the only escape is the, well, you presume the entrance where you came in because you didn't see any other entrance way around the tower. So you've got this thick yeah. not thick smoke, but there's definitely like a smoke layer up a, a haze. haze. Yeah, there's a haze in here. It's like can be difficult to kind of like look around with the smell with the stench as well as this like fiery haze. And they, they, they're willing to have fires inside this place as well. Does anyone help Yuri move the bodies over? Or? Yeah, yeah, well. Kale's gonna check out the dinosaur. He's gonna scope it out. Have a look at it. the tail in particular. He's gonna... Let's go. Mm. Yes. You're like uh, grab it by the very tip and sort of grab it and like lift it and then just like let it go and let it flop to the floor. <laughs> very nice. And then he's just gonna get his cleaver out and just hack it right at the <laughs> right at the uh, at at where the where butt the ta- yeah at be, the butt yeah just yeah yeah. You can uh, put. Well, there's two two of them. Would you like to take two? Oh yes. Tails or just a single no, tail? Okay, so put two. Um, dinosaur tails, uh, feathered dinosaur tails. Oh, you, you think uh, they're gonna look? They're gonna taste nice, you reckon? Bit of tail steak. Oh. Bit gamey, maybe, oh, but uh, we'll I see. Should, uh, uh, mouth's already watering, mate. Uh, I've heard dinosaur tails actually quite tasty. Well, who'd you hear that from? I've never, I've never known anyone who's oh, eaten dinosaur. Uh, you know, one of them giants I used to, you know, hang out with way back oh, when. True. Yeah. He, 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 uh, you know, wild fella, go out hunting dinosaurs, whatever, roast them up, but I never got to try any, so, uh, 
I mean, it'd be good. Yeah. Right. Did you want to take a wing? Is, is it okay? Is it like chicken? Like or like a drumstick? Like, like, like oh, can we do? Can we do a massive like drumstick? No, I don't think they have wings. They're little arms with feathers. But well, they Drinking those legs, like you could, you could smoke it for a bit, or like dry age it, like a ham. Look, if you're willing to carry it, I'm willing to cook it. How about that? Oh yeah, no worries. All right. All right. Can I borrow your cleaver? Because uh, oh, this, this uh, yeah. pig's probably not going to be any good. Well, you, can, you, do, you get that one. I'll get this one. And Uriel start hacking into one of them, and while Bunny goes onto the other one. Well, no. Uh, do you mind if I use your cleaver? Uh, Kale. Yeah, no, no, be my oh, guest. Oh, thank you. Can you hold this? And he passes you over his pick. And uh, you're almost insulted in how he uses the cleaver to cut off this arm. <laughs> He's clearly never used a cleaver before. And it's such a rough cut that it maybe a small tear might come to your eye. Oh, yeah. When Uru's taken the uh, the legs off this one, it's definitely just like butchery. Not it's certifiably not butchery, sorry. He's uh, as rough as he gets his great axe and just like there's like two big cuts on either side to just, just like rips the leg Butchering off. Butchering the butchery, as it were. Yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. Thanks for that, Cal. Uh, it's, not, it's not a bad weapon, this. It's, yeah, it's uh, it gets the job done. How'd you get, how'd you uh, come by it? No, I just won it in the card game back in Absalom. Oh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Never. How how is Absalom? I haven't. I've never actually visited it. Uh, it's it's nice, you know. Was, I didn't. To be honest, it's a bit of a blur. I spent a lot of time in the bottom of a bottle. Um, uh, fair. Mm. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's nice. The buildings are tall. The women are many. Fair enough. All right. Well, I was I was thinking just leaving this stuff at the door that we came into. Yeah, that's what and I was going to say as well. And then we come back for it later, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, I'm dropping yeah. stuff off, you know. All right, yeah. And he uh, puts the wing over his shoulder. Still, like, flopping about in its... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of that... Like, it, it's flopping about in his arm as he, like, trundles oh, off the full uh, foot of him. Uri's, Uri's wrapped the, some, some rope around the two uh, feet of the, the legs that he cut off and he's uh, carrying them over his shoulder like two, the two hawks of the two dinosaur hawks Kaelin Javier what are you up to while these two drop themselves off uh, decidedly not looking at the butchery of this poor creature um, I was going to head back into that main corridor where we first kind of lost sight of um, of Yuri okay, just, so that just, one, be- uh... just before this fight started yeah. So move yourself over there. So it's close to where you dropped the torch, or was it? I, I, that's the thing I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if you dropped the torch there. I, I did. I dropped the torch. Just here for Kale or Kale dropped. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that torch is still there, and it is still dark that way, Kale. Um, for you. Yeah. So if you wish, I have a portable torch here that I can attach to someone. Uh, if I, they wish to carry I'll, it. I'll pick the torch back up. All right. Make you cast light. Bright light for 30 feet. Safe. There you go. All right. Um, this rock formation in front of me, is that much like the rock formation in front of the uh, the? Give me a perception dinosaurs? check. Okay. Give me a perception check. So exactly the same. It's stacked up uh, rocks, almost like a like a, like a a basic barricade. That's what a, did you roll? A, a 28. A 28, yep. Critically succeed. There you go. Bloody didn't. You did it. We, we did First it. one. Two. Um, yes, what you notice first is a thin wire, like a, like a, not quite a wire, but like a string attached to the more northern rock down to the southern rock. 
you believe it's a trap of some kind. Hmm. Like, I'm not sure. You might have a little bit of experience with maybe some, maybe some traps, maybe the uh, mechanical workings of some uh, basic, like engineering. Um, but the thing that gleams out to you the most is the ground you're standing on is quite sodden with like dirt, soot, a little bit of feces. Like it's it's gross, but beyond it, sparkling clean. Interesting. Almost like a perfect line where that barricade is. Can I see if this wire slash trap looking thing is mechanical in nature or does it look more magical? It looks similar to the stuff that you saw in the room before. Very archaic, very much uh, like a a basic trapper's kind of um, trapper's... What's, what do I want to say? Uh, like a tra- it's a basic trap, basically. Uh, you can see what it leads to. And you've noticed that wedged between two of these rocks is a much smaller blue rock that kind of glistens with a bit of yellow light. Can you give me an arcana check, please? Do you, are you skilled in arcana? Um, I don't believe so. No, I'm untrained. Yes. Okay. Uri. What do you, what do you uh, make yeah, of yeah, this? What, what's, what's that? All, all that little life. Here, look here. Oh. It's... Uh, it appears to be some kind of trap, but I, I I can't make heads or tails out of it. Well, I rolled a 19 on the dice, and my arcana is plus 8, so that's a 27 for the arcana check. You recognize this um, as a thunder rock. You know that if that was crushed, it would make an audible thunder crack that you'd be able to hear for over a thousand feet away. Yeah, that's a thunder rock. Don't crush it, because uh, I don't feel like getting deaf in today. I mean, I wasn't planning on touching anything. Uh, we possibly need to get over and around it without tripping this here wire. Or do you think you can disable it? With your skills, you might be able to disable it, being a rogue. Yeah. Well, I do have thieves tools. Uh, would I be able to give it a go? Yeah, it's a crafting uh, craft, uh, craft check. Craft check. Alright. Ooh, yikes. Oh, actually, uh, sorry. Thievery. Thievery, sorry. Thievery. Plus three. That's a total of a ten. Seven on the dice. Alright, you start playing around, trying to manipulate the rocks, perhaps to take some pressure off it, try and release this thing, and as you do, you see a crack form inside one of the rocks. Oh, fuck. You feel like if you play with it again and don't succeed, you may activate it, knowing that anything inside this tower and possibly beyond might be able to hear it. Anyone else not got sausage fingers? I got the tools, but I haven't used them in a while. Kale? Not really my thing. (sighs) Alright. Well... Clasp your hands over my ears, Yuri. I, I, what, you? I don't particularly feel like being deaf and Bunny, get my ears for me. Okay, I'll get my niece. I've got. Kale, you got your servant. Get yours. Is he here? And his bunny starts he's, looking around. No, he's, he's not here. What'd you say? Oh. <laughs> he's not here. Yeah, it, your hands are on I'm my like, ears. I take my hands off his ears and like shout it into his ear hole. <laughs> oh fuck! Didn't have to do that. He starts like putting his finger in his ears. All right, all right. He's not here. All right. Well, thank you for the sacrifice you're making. Uh, give me that check. Have a thieving check theory. I am untrained. Do you have points in it? What'd you get? No. 
I got a total nine. with a plus one because you're using yeah. the tools. Oh, so a ten. A ten. So you get your hands over there. You start manipulating it, moving the rock, and you just manage to like pry it out. As you do, it snaps in half, and this deafening just thunder crack your hands over your ears do nothing Fuck. absolutely nothing <laughs> oh, uh, I thought you uh, wait uh, hello map I can't bloody hear a fucking thing what um, did you say I you're need everyone. I need everyone to do a fortitude save <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's no good that's all right. 16. 23. You're all deafened, but yes, it is a massive crack as if a thunderbolt hit directly in front of you. The, the rock formation like falls over. So you do have passage through, but all of you have this ringing in your ears for the next at least minute. I didn't like that. What? what? I said... I... Who's gonna jump around? I the was gonna put my hands up to tell everyone to wait, but the Yuri's already done it, so. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, you go round the corner. Alright, you see a corridor leading south. Quite a way. How, how far is your dark vision? Uh, 60 foot. 60 foot. So, yeah, so the, you see that the corridor keeps going for beyond 60 feet, it goes beyond your. Uh, dark vision sight you see a small opening here to your right hand side did you who, who gave me a perception check before I just wanted to that was me okay and that was like a 28 wasn't it 28 yeah fantastic alright do you follow him around the corner uh cautiously as you look around the corner uh, how for yours is low light so you can't see as far as he can so you can see Yuri but not much further than where he is at the moment I do, do have the torch, you, though, You do well, have the torch, so. though, so you can actually see a bit further. First thing you notice with that amazing perception is the wall over here does not look as smooth and as perfect as the other ones. All right. It seems like something's a little bit off with it. I will make a mental note. And you see the same thing he does. You see that this uh, corridor continues for quite a distance and but cuts in about halfway down just about here. Can't see any light coming from that direction. You can see like an entranceway of sorts. Alright, I am just gonna wait for Yuri to get attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Yuri Ah, oh, I, I yeah, you see an entranceway down this way. And this is the wall that you see. You saw that it was a bit funky. Alright, Yuri's gonna uh, move to the western wall and just slink along the wall, trying to be all stealthy like. Okay. Go for it. And then peek around the corner here. To the uh, junction in the corridor. Yep. So as you move forwards, I'll move you forward so you can see. So this room has a sloped ceiling at the eastern end towards you, which accommodates a staircase ascending steeply upwards from the middle of the room. Round alcoves to the north and south bear stone dioceses with the booted feet of a statue, but both statues are broken off at the shins. So you see a staircase leading up towards you. That makes sense. So you see the back end of the staircase. Okay. Well, uh, All made look. of this mud 
dark mud brick. As I look back down the corridor to Javier and just gesture to him to follow and get the others. Uh, yeah. I will move back through and then wave my torch at the others, gesturing them to come. Oh. Bunny catches up. Kale? Yeah, we follow. And he's going to uh, start moving cautiously into this room. Maybe going out, uh, coming down onto this side to peek around this corner here. Well, if you want to, you can give me a sneak check. I would like to do that. All right. Ooh, it's not amazing. It's uh, right. Stealth, uh, 16 total. Okay. You're moving... What you feel is uh, pretty silently. As you get a closer look at these... Um, these ankles, I guess you could say, like, of what used to be statues, you notice that there's a, a glint to them. As if um, at some point... Perhaps remnants of gold was like inset into these feet, but have been stripped away and cut at. And these, unlike the other rooms where it's like 10 feet tall, these ones were a little bit taller, 15, maybe 20 feet tall, and you see these statues were potentially massive. Damn. But just it? ankles and feet just remain. Just feet, yeah. Alright, we're gonna keep on slinking through the room, going down towards the southern side and. Past. Give me a perception okay. check. Okay, yep. Uh, 16. Again. So you notice this area as well. This whole area you've been walking through is the same as before. Squeaky clean. You see that this then matches as you're coming up next to this, this staircase, which over the years, again, has become basically close to a slope. Not as bad as the, the first one with the entrance uh, coming in, because it has been hit by weather, by the looks of it. Uh, but this staircase is in a similar pattern. Squeaky clean. Alright, and there's nothing in the alcove that the, uh... Apart from the shins feet. and the feet? Yeah. No. Alright, it will, uh, gesture to the guys to keep on following. Uh, he'll I would say like... He'll, he's gonna go up the stairs. Like, you know, little finger talk. Uh, go for it. I would put my hand out as a... Wait one second. Alright. Um, and I will turn around on the spot and examine the uh, eastern wall. The the I think you said a slightly rougher section of the eastern wall. Yeah, you look at it and you see that there's a gap, almost that you can feel with your fingers. Like you're used to the smooth mud all across, but this is the first time you've actually noticed. And it's probably why it stood out to you. There's a gap. There's almost like a. Uh, like a line in the mud that has been like cut out. It's very, very, very subtle, but you, with your elven eyes, you were able to spot it. Hmm. Special eyes. Does there seem to be any uh, buttons or levers or handles or anything? In not the that wall? you can. Not that you can see. I will push on it. The wall moves, so five feet of it gets pushed back, and like almost offset, like slightly offset uh, as if there's some there's some sort of room behind it. I will push it further. You start pushing it and it starts like instinctively like sliding to the side and it opens up into a bare room. This room looks like it's been 
not been touched in centuries. You see, like, bits of grime and dirt on the floor. You see maybe even a layer of dust that is just gently, maybe over the centuries, like, filtered through and just lying on the ground. You see footsteps on the ground and what looks like like marks at the back of the room towards the alcoves that seem like scrape marks or uh, um, uh, yeah, scrape marks from like you're not too sure what but hmm. this seems like a untouched room for centuries hmm. well spotted how's that, he- how's that hearing at this point uh, better it's been long enough that you can actually like the ringing has died down yeah what do you think was in here, Kale? Uh, I don't know. It seems untouched. Perhaps useless. Well, surely it was made to hide something, so... Give me... You've still got that. Can you give me one more perception check, Kale and Javier, as you're staring in? Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Perceive... 24. Kale, you... Spot in these alcoves, maybe it's like the flack flickering of the lights, you're just able to see what you think is a painting hidden behind some of the mud on the wall itself, or dirt on the wall itself. Yeah. What do we have here? Let's go check it out. You go over, brush a bit of the dirt off the wall, and you see a tower. Not unlike the tower that you see now you you think sorry the tower that you recognize as the Aaron tower you see another tower this time the background of it it's faded by time but it doesn't appear like it appears to be the same tower you move over to the next alcove start brushing it off this one slightly different angle slightly different height but a second tower as you move through these alcoves you see four different towers painted on the wall alike to the one that you're in but slightly different every time interesting hmm uh are there any inscriptions there Kale hmm is there no inscriptions or no writing you just see these different towers slightly different in size and shape some a bit fatter at the bottom, some even fatter on top. Hmm. What do you make of this, Javier? Do you think perhaps there are sister towers to this one, scattered across the world, the lands, somewhere, hmm. hidden perhaps as well as this one was? Well, I'd say that's a, I'd say that's a pretty good conclusion. But what was their purpose? I don't know. Surely it can't be just to house stinky ground lizards. One would hope That's not. one thing you notice as well inside this room. It's breathable. <laughs> That's the, you, as you walk in and like observe and look over these things, the humidity isn't as bad here. The smell is just kind of there lingering, but it's not as strong as before. It's less fetid. Yeah. It's like it hasn't been, I guess the best word is hasn't been lived in, like the other rooms and corridors have. Hmm. Well, these two are looking at that area is going to continue the hallway before he goes upstairs. You start heading south, down the hallway. You see it comes to a bend and heads westward. 
this time you can see a bit of light flickering down in the south. You can see that far, can you? To the far, uh, far yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah, there might be a few shadows. So to yeah. the far left, you can see a flickering light. Um, to your south, give me a perception check. I feel like you'd know this. Well, that's not bad. Uh, 26. You've spent some time camping in mountains, in caves. What you smell now is not the stench of the Zulgats. You start to get the scent of uh, guano. Like, mm. bat dung. And it's emanating and like kind of wafting from the south down this, down the hallway leading south. We'll just turn back down the hallway. It's like, uh, guys, uh, uh, I think there's like a bat cave or something down here. You know, bat cave? Then, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. He'll <laughs> go investigate. Bunny starts wandering south. So, <laughs> so, as you step towards the south, you notice like lack of light in this area. Coming from the halls and lots of lit torches and small fires. As you peer through the darkness, you can see that the inner walls of the tower have been collapsed, creating a sort of cavern. The ledge drops down five feet, and as you look over, you see the build-up of several years worth of Bakwano. Looking down on the mess now, you also realise that the floor you're standing on is surprisingly clean of guano. So the bat poop doesn't venture north uh, where you're standing. I'm going to look at Bunny. Kale looks at Bunny and like spread, puts his arms out. He's like, bat cave. Yeah, <laughs> like a cave full of bats. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. You're right. What have you found, uh, Yuri? Uh, 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 I don't know, mate. It's like a, a room full of bat shit. <laughs> Give me a perception check. Uh, Nineteen. You see the glint of something metallic within the cave, but before you really can get a sight on it. Your ears are now suddenly filled with the sound of batting wings and squeaks as hundreds of bats fly towards you. I need you to roll for initiative. Oh. oh. That's not bad, though. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Let me bring this into the token layer. Bang, bang, bang. I like this track. It's one of my favourites. It is good. All righty. Let's get Bunny Rolled a 16. Kale, what did you get for initiative? Kale got 10. Big 10. Ooh. Generous. Yuri. 27. 20? Jesus. All right. Have I air is going with a one, one I presume. Big one. Big one. Can't let, can't let everyone, can't let anyone else have the fun. No, no, no. No. Right. Kale, you start to hear the echoes and screeches and flapping of wings from the direction that Yuri has disappeared into, down here to the south. What do you wish to do? Wait, I got highest through the 10. 
You shouldn't be at the top. <laughs> Let me move you. I, yeah, I, I typed I in a 10. I typed in a 10. Since I got a 13. Oh, yeah. One second. One second. I typed this in. Hero Labs, what did you do? Here we go. Okay, a 10. Sorry, my apologies. Don't know what happened there. 10. Yuri got a 27. Yeah. Javier got a 1. And Bunny got a 16. Right? Confirm and start. It works. Boom. Alright. Uh, Yuri's going to... So these bats are just like swarming out of this uh, pile of shit in the ground? Uh, in the roof. They come down from the roof. The roof. Oh, bats okay. hide in the ceiling. So I've been told. How uh, tall is the ceiling? Uh, here, it's still 10 feet tall. Actually, no, it would be 15 feet tall. Um, from, but, uh, tw- it, okay, so with the five foot drop, it's 20 feet from that ground to the t- roof. From you to the roof, it's 15 feet from the collapsed cabin. Right. Yeah. There we go. I got there. Um, all right, here is going to take out his knuckle dagger and throw it at the bats. All right, go for it. So, ooh, 17 little dice, uh, 26 to hit. And they're flat-footed because they're surprised by me because I'm using surprise attack. Alright. Because they haven't acted yet. Um, so I'm assuming that'll hit. What was it again, sorry? 26. 26 is a hit. Alright, so... Two, two, six. Ooh, I dropped it. Oh no, we'll get a different one. Alright, that is a total of 9 damage. So you throw your knuckle dagger at this swarm of bats. You maybe catch four, five of them with the dagger and just falls and clutters down onto the ground behind it. Uh, and uh, you, did, you did nine damage, you say? Nine damage, yeah. yeah. Do you think only up. three went through? Three, okay. Okay, seeing the ineffectiveness of that, he might uh, just take a step. Oh, no, no, he's just gonna... So it's a five-foot drop directly in front of you. Yeah. Yep. I think he might shield. Okay. As an action, and then he's going to ready an attack. Can I do that as well? Because I've got two. Uh, sure. What would you like to ready? Just a, an attack. Uh, he's going to uh, shift his grip on his great axe so that the uh, flat of the axe is presented instead of the blade. So you want to try and do more bludgeoning damage? Bludgeoning than instead of okay. slashing. Yeah. All right. Right. And then he's gonna wait until they get closer. And you and you're you're gonna wait for that swarm to fly towards you. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay. I need Kale, Javier, and Bunny. I need all of you to do a reflex save for me. Reflex save. Ooh, it's not good. Bunny fails. Fifteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh my. All of you fail. From behind you, oh, no. you feel a sticky substance wash over you and just, you see it hit you in the back and cover the whole hallway. It's enough to pin you in place. You guys turn around and you see this massive spider taking up the whole hallway. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. show you what this thing looks like. You see this almost in exactly the way that it is, but just clinging onto the sides of this wall, this massive, like, 
well, probably seven feet wide, long, I don't know how to describe, uh, spider <laughs> with this. <laughs> it's a spider. It's a massive fuck off spider. The spider. first thing that you notice about it is that it doesn't quite seem like it's there. You look at it mm. and it's got sort of physical form that kind of shifts and disappears. Parts of it, very obscure. All of you are hit with its web and you are all immobilized. Oh no. You cannot move. It then darts forwards and it's going to sink its fangs sink its fangs into well at least attempt to into um kale um does it 27 hit kale yes alright <laughs> I need you uh oh so you are hit by this creature you're also grabbed as it bites you actually I need to do a check for the bite what's your fortitude saving throw what's your 10 plus your fortitude save 17 Okay, it doesn't manage to get hold of you, but the fangs do go into you, and I need you to give me a fortitude save. As you take 12 poison damage. Nine. Nine. You take a further d6 poison damage, and you are clumsy once. You take one more damage on top of that. So that was a 13 damage total. And, yeah, 13 damage total, and you are clumsy one. It is now the Bat Swarm's turn. It flies towards you, Yuri. You get to activate your attack. Take a swipe at them, yeah, Take a swipe. Ooh, that might do it. That's a 21. That is a hit. Nice. Give me that damage. Bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. Uh, 11 damage. 11. That is 5 damage you do to this swarm as it engulfs you. I need a reflex save from you, please. As all these bats start swarming around you, start biting at all of your limbs, start, like, flickering, you can feel bat wings hitting you in the face. 27 on that reflex save. You... Where's this all going? Alright. You manage to avoid most of the damage. You take one damage as these creatures start biting and, 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 like, clawing at you. You just hear squeak, squeak, squeak... Flattering around you. Ah, oh, fuck, um, get the fuck off, fuck. From behind you, you hear another... Well, you might not be able to hear it, actually. You see, an, you hear another swarm fly past you, like in the hallway, and you, um, Javier and Bunny and Kale, see this mass of bats fly towards you guys. Oh, it's like a perfect ambush. Javier and Bunny need to both do a... Fort, uh, reflex save, which bunny fails. Uh, another 15. Uh, you are good, my good sir. You take half, you take one damage, bunny takes two damage. Uh, it is now bunny's turn. Bunny's like, I can't, can't move! And he starts like pulling at the webs that are on him, and he does not manage to break free, so he's gonna try and make, take a swipe out at this uh, swarm of bats that are surrounding him. Uh, and misses. Uh, it is now your turn, Kale. You have this massive, massive spider coming at you from behind. What do you want to do? He's going to have to lunges at him and, like, bites him. He's going to lash out just in fear. This, he's just going to point. He's just, like, just like stumbling backwards, pointing his, his uh, cleaver at him. He's like, ah, 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 And he's going to uh, just 
prematurely ejaculate fire out of the cleaver. <laughs> what? A 17. Does a 17 hit? Does a 17 hit? It does not. Fuck. This fire goes out towards this creature. Is I'm it like, like your conjure fire scorching spell? Scorching ray. It? I'm going to use a hero point. To 18. 18 does oh, not fuck. hit. Oh. This blast flies down the hallway, exploding on a wall that you can that like just lights up the hallway all Attack the way to two. the end and explodes. Misses. Attack three. Misses. We done. Shit. <laughs> Have I? Uh, um, you can try and get this. Sti- like, if you want to try and pull yourself free from this stuff, I'm. Yeah, I'll try and try. Uh, cut the the webbing off me with my. I, I would have had my blade picked out uh, instead of my. Okay, so order. Um, give me a reflex. Save, please. Oh, reflex save. 19? Is not enough. Can I try again? You can. It's an action to try and... That was uh, an 18. Sadly, no. One uh, more attempt. I, I've got I've to try again. You just have your hero That's point better. to use. 29. 29, yeah, you managed to cut yourself free. You are no longer immobilized, but you are surrounded by bats, and you can hear Kale behind you shouting and screaming, and you turn around, you see this massive, massive spider. This giant arachnid clinging onto the sides of this hallway. It barely contains its mass. I would say, come at me, bro, but... And I look around. It seems you already did. Yuri, it is your turn. Alright, Yuri's going to... uh like ducking underneath these bats, he's gonna roll to the side and try and like, when he's coming up, swipe at them with the flat of his plate again. So I'm gonna do a tumble through action. Right. Let's see if we can make uh, all of these bats flat-footed. That's a 22 to tumble through against their reflex TC. Ah, uh, that is a fail. Hmm. Damn. I might, I might use my hero point to re-roll that. Go for it. Um. What's that? 16. Plus is a wait was that twenty two? No, it was a twenty. The first one. Yep. The first one was twenty two. Yeah. I was looking at something different. You're fine. Go for it. You did it. Oh, okay. Flat footed. Cool. Yeah. Sorry. Nice. Uh. Well, I'll use then uh the flat of his uh great axe to try and swat some bats out of the air. Go for it. Ooh, that's probably not gonna do it. That's a two on the dice. For a total of. For a total of uh eleven. Okay, that is not going to hit. And then uh, the second one is going to be a six on the dice for a total of 11 again. So that's probably Ooh. not going to do it either. That is a, that is a fail again. And, and that is the it. end of your turn. All right. This giant spider disappears. Oh, fantastic. Just completely just vanishes. And that's now the end of its turn. It is now the bat's turn that are engulfing Yuri. Yuri, I need you to do a fortitude save for me, please. Oh, no, uh, reflex. Reflex. Yeah, reflex. Reflex save, sorry. Uh, 29. That is enough. You only take two damage as these creatures start biting and slapping and scratching at you with all of their limbs. I need a reflex save from you. Have I yet? Um, 25. Um, that is enough. You only take half of this and you take one bunny saves as well only taken one three all right it is now bunny's turn bunny is now gonna struggle to get free uh and he does he gets free and he just takes a couple of steps back and he starts just trying to pull at uh kale to try and get him free and he gets kale free 
He then turns around using his pickaxe, just uh, swipes at this swarm of uh, bats and hits, doing... Come on, bunny. Ooh. Bunny, 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 bunny. Doing five damage reduced to... One. None. He does zero damage. As he tries to hit these creatures with his pick, they just avoid out the way, bump into his um, pick. He can't get a perfect hit. I can't can't quite hit these things. Kale, you're free. What do you want to do? You can see, you turn around, you see this bat swarm engulfing. Have I... uh... He's going to turn around and look wildly down the hall in the direction the spider was. You can't see anything. And then he's going to wave his hand in front of his face like John Cena and he's going to disappear as well. Adios. Ooh. Kale is invisible. Do you want to do anything else with your other action? Um, Because you can move now. You have, you've been freed from the uh, spittle. Spittle? No. Web. He's just, spittle. He's going to move spittle. 15 feet to the north. Okay. Edging along the, against All the right. wall. Have I, yeah. Um, I think I'll just start swinging with the hoop. Go for it. Just start spinning in a circle, two-handed. Awesome. Alright, first one is a 24. That is a hit. For uh, five damage. Is what kind of damage? Slashing? Slappy, uh, yeah, slashing. Okay. You do two damage. Nice. To the bats. So you knock out maybe three, four bats and they fall out of the sky, cut in half. Some of them are still on the ground, just trying to flap with broken wings. I'll do it again. Uh, 14 plus 19. That is a hit. Nice. Uh, for another five damage. Ooh. Very nice. More bats sent to the floor, flapping away. You're reducing their number. I'll go again. Why not? Why not? You've been successful so far. Uh, it's only a five. I'll, I'll just leave it. Five total? Uh, six total. Six total. Okay. Yeah, sadly, that is a miss. Uh, top of the round. Yuri, still engulfed by bats. Doing the same thing. Just gonna... Wail on him. Uh, roll, roll back the other way. With the tumble through. Yep. Well, that should do it. That's a 29. 29 is a success. Uh, and then he'll uh, try and bash some more of them out of the sky. Go that might it. do it. Uh, 24 to hit. Uh, 24 hits. Nice. Uh, for a total of... Ooh, that's nice. Uh, 17 damage. Ooh, 17. With that swipe, you managed to knock out a massive chunk of these bats and they just disperse and disappear into the room behind you effectively destroying nice the swarm is seeing that they're kind of like dissipated is going to uh, continue back this way with his last action and And you see Havayer surrounded by bats trying to swipe at them spinning in a circle with his hoop bladed hoop out and that's it it is the spider's turn Havayer I need you to do a reflex save the vampire bat swarm is swarming around you. 29. 29. You are fine. The swarm is also going to move forwards to try and to engulf Bunny at the same time. Uh, you take two damage. Yep. Bunny has to do his save. Uh, he succeeds as well, so it's only two damage to both of you. Nice. Uh, it is now Bunny's turn. Bunny's going to try and take another swipe at this um, mass of bats. He's like, oh, get out of it! Go on! Yuri, are you alright? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, mate. He hits. He does 
no damage to it again. He just swats at it and it just, all these bats just move out of the way, barely affected by his pick. Second attack misses. Third attack misses as well. Kale. Kale is going to... He's going to edge back up the hall. Oh, that's right, he can't see anything. Uh, he's going to go back. And it's one. And yeah, he's going to wait. He's looking around for this spider. Are you going to prepare an action or anything? Or are you just going to wait to see it appear? Yeah, we'll prepare attack if, an attack if it comes in range. All right. Yeah. So you prepare an attack if the spider comes in range. And that's it. Have I uh, more spinning? Are you a Beyblade? Yep, seems to be working. Just uh, <laughs> using the... the like like a dancer, the hoop out in one one side of me, me leaning backwards slightly and just spinning around in the perfect circle. Oh, I like this. I'm getting visions of like, what was that movie about the vampires with the pistols and the werewolves? <laughs> what? I'm yeah, that one. Sing? No, <laughs> Underworld. That's it. I'm getting Underworld feels from this. I don't know why. That's when she does the thing <laughs> with the hoop and she like bends over and does the swipe and All just right. like edgy teenager music playing in the background. Uh, oh, leg it. Sorry. Twenty six. <laughs> 26, that's a hit. Give nice. me that damage. If I could roll it. Oh, finally rolled higher than a 2 for damage. That's big 8. 8. 8 damage. Is that piercing or slashing? Slashing, isn't it? Uh, slashing, yep. All right. Sure is. It is slashing. You do 8. You do 5 damage to the creature. Well, to the creatures. There's not many of them left now. A couple not of them have dispersed left. and run away from the fight. Clearly, all of their friends dying has taken an effect on the swarm. You make another attack. Um, I will, and I am going to use my panache point to do a precise strike. Ooh, okay. My finisher, finisher move. So at least you do some damage. Yeah. Uh, I'll use my hero point to reroll that dice. Uh, okay. Natural twenty. Boy. Yeah, boy. Yes. Reroll it. Let's see if you crit. Come on, baby, give me that. Ah, uh, no, it's only a six plus five, eleven. That's a miss. Uh, still a hit, though. It's still a hit. It's not a crit, that's but fine. it's a hit. That's fine, I still get uh, still get the dice. Yep. Alright, so I get 2d6 from my precise strike, mm -hmm. which is 10. Yep, don't worry. And then... It had, All right. it had two hit points left. Nice. This creature, oh. this swarm, just... As soon as you make this epic swipe, cutting through like a mass of them that just hit the ground, they all just start squeaking and flying off. I like to think they all lined up perfectly just as I went for that last kind of uh, the the last finishing slice. That last finishing slice. Yuri, you see Havaya make quick work of these bats and they fly off and disappear behind you into the cave where you found the guado. Spin, Yuri. It's far more effective. Ah, well, you guys uh, uh, seem to have handled it all right. So, uh, well done. We're just going to lean against the edge of the wall here and congratulate not everyone. Just like, good stuff. He doesn't know about any spider. Mm, he no, he does not. Careful, you. And I'm so glad you relaxed at that point. From behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Javier, almost out of nowhere, this creature just kind of appears right behind Yuri and goes for a bite with his fangs. Oh, I feel like for Uri, it's like an ultimate jump scare. He's like, ah, oh, yeah. fucking you, you basically, oh like, Javier, you, you look at him and you just, out of the darkness, see this creature materialize fangs first, front two, like, legs appear, the feelers on top of its, I want to say nose, but I know it's not, above its fangs just come down at him. It looked terrifying out of the darkness. Oh, and that is a hit. Yuri, can you give me... Actually, first I need to see if you grab. What's your fortitude, DC? 
My fortitude GTC is 17. It rolled a 32 to hit you, by the way. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Uh, what was your fortitude DC? 17. 17. You were grabbed by this creature. So you feel these fangs dig into your shoulder and you feel yourself getting pulled back. Um, I need you uh, to also give me a fortitude save, please. That's not bad. Uh, 23? 23. It's pretty, it's pretty bloody good. 23. You're good with the 23. You do take some damage, though, from this bite. Mm. You take 14 damage. 14. Now, I need to check something. Check if you did. TPK. It's not. Give me a sec, because I just had a very cool thought. Okay, have I a... Mm. You're standing there, staring at this creature that has just grabbed and holding onto Yuri. And as soon as it does sink its teeth and grab him, they both disappear. Uh oh. And we'll pick this up next week. Oh no. Oh, you fucking. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Adam. Oh. Ah! I could not. Uh, you couldn't help Curse yourself, you. could ya? <laughs> Curse you. I could not help it. Uh. <laughs> Damn.